1: The DuPont Company of Wilmington, Delaware Makers of better things for better living through chemistry Presents the Cavalcade of America Tonight's star, Joan Caulfield Tonight's play, Patriot with the Chestnut Curls
0: 1776. I shall never forget this day as long as I live.
2: When, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another,
0: the Declaration and... of Independence was being read for the first time in New York City. I wondered how I, Sally Townsend, was ever so privileged to hear those wonderful words. Afterwards, when the meeting at White Plains had ended, Father and I rode through the green countryside toward Long Island and home.
1: Well, Sally, how did it feel to witness the birth of a brand new nation, huh? How would it feel, Sally?
0: Well, they'll have to change all the maps, Father, won't they? I wonder what color New York will be. Oh, certainly not lobster bag pink anymore.
1: (laughs) Sally. Have you any idea why I brought you with me instead of one of your brothers or sisters?
0: Well, Audrey's interested in only two things, clothes and prospective husbands, and Phoebe's too young. And Robert, he's a Tory.
1: Oh, Sally? Well,
0: he is. He'd much rather be in New York City in that coffee shop of his, and you know it. Huh. Him and his Tory friends. Oh, no, no. All right, Father, why did you pick me?
1: Yeah. Maybe I needed someone to um, look after the horses. Oh, Father. I brought you because you're an impatient, headstrong, hot-headed American rebel, like your father.
0: (laughs) I soon learned that declaring your independence and actually winning it were two different things. I shall never forget the night the Redcoats rode into Oyster Bay. From down the street, we could hear the angry pounding on the doors of our neighbors. Up,
3: the neighbor back to the <laughs>
0: my father was in the room. He used for his office. I was with my mother and my sisters in the parlor. Don't go to my husband. the soldiers didn't knock at the desk at mother Mother. Phoebe, come away from that window. What's going to happen, Sue? Oh, stop sniffling <laughs> off, Portman.
3: They're
0: at our door. Audrey, Take Phoebe upstairs. Be quick. Open up in the name of his magazine of claims. I'll go, Mother. Well, what do
1: you want? Is this the residence of Samuel then, of the New York State Provisional Congress? Yes, it is. I have a warrant for his arrest.
0: Hours of nightmare followed. Hours of fear for my father's life. Then, when we'd almost given up hope... My... Sally, come to the window! Hurry, oh, Hurry. Audrey! What in the world is
1: happening? Is somebody else getting away? Is <laughs> Father getting out of the car? Oh, just he's
0: free! He's come home! Oh, oh Father! Damn yeah. you, my Oh, baby. Father, we were so worried.
1: You're there now. I'm back, and everything is going to be all right. Oh, proud. Father! I am so afraid. I'm so proud. No tears, now, Sally. It's no, no. Well, don't
0: I rate a welcome? Robert, Robert, when did you get here?
2: Just now. I came with Father. You're all so busy
1: looking at him, you wouldn't even have noticed General Washington if he'd come in.
0: What are you doing here?
1: Sally, without Robert's help, I might not be here.
0: We've heard such frightful stories, Samuel. Are you all right?
1: Oh, yes, yes. I don't think we'll have to worry from now on.
0: You won't be under suspicion?
1: No. No, I took an oath of allegiance to the king. You,
0: you what? You took an oath of allegiance? After all the things you said? Sally,
1: please. Hmm. I do and furthermore, oh, Mother, I have offered our guest room to the commanding officer of the new regiment coming into Oyster Bay.
0: Father, you couldn't have. A British officer living here. Who
1: is the officer, Father? Colonel Simcoe of the Queen's Rangers. The Queen's Rangers? Yes. A fighting troop like that on garrison duty? That is what I have been told. Uh, would you prepare the room, please, Mother?
0: As you wish, Samuel. <laughs> Sally, what's the matter? <laughs> Sally! Sally! Oh, she's run to the cellar. Samuel, please take a light and fetch
1: her. Hey, well, Father, wait. Let me... I'll speak to her.
2: (laughs) Sally. Oh, let me be. Don't you think we'd better have a little talk?
0: I want to talk to a Tory.
2: You're going to be awfully lonesome. This is a Tory house now.
0: Well, I'm not. And I can't believe you it. You
1: must believe it.
0: Oh, well, I believe it about you, all right. Good. Oh, I don't know what's happened to people. A little while ago, so many believed in our cause. How can people change? though, just because we're losing, it's disgusting.
2: Is it all out of your system now?
0: No. It never will
2: be. From this day on, Sally, you must keep your feelings to yourself. But
0: I will.
2: Oh, 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 Could you, Sally? Oh, oh. If it were to help the American cause?
0: Oh, 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 oh. What do you mean?
2: <laughs> Somebody's coming. Sally, listen to me carefully. Living in a Tory household, you will be in a position to hear things. Never breathe a word. But if you should ever hear anything that might be of concern to our cause. Your cause, too? Yes, Sally, my cause, too. Don't you understand? Now, if you should hear anything, let me know about
0: it. Oh, all right, Robert. Oh, but what if you're in New York? How will I reach you?
2: I'll give you one name. He'll know how to reach me if I'm not here. The name is Daniel Young. But he's a traitor. No, he's us. But remember, not a word. Robert, Sally, come up at once. Colonel
0: Simcoe is here.
2: Oh, uh, we're coming. Come on, Sally. Come on, hurry. I don't really need a lot to back. There you are. Colonel Simcoe, my
0: daughter Sally,
1: and my son Robert. We're honored,
0: Colonel. Good evening, sir.
1: Well... I am the one who is honored. Your name is Sally?
0: Yes, Colonel.
1: Yes. I am indeed honored. Colonel, are you ready to see your room? Hmm? Yes, yes. Would you excuse me? I must not keep my host waiting.
2: I hope he didn't hear you say lobster back. Sally, you must learn to control your speech. I'll never do it again, honestly. Hmm. Colonel Sinclair, the Queen's Rangers. Well.
0: He's terribly
3: handsome,
0: isn't
2: he? And important. The colonel and his rangers are not here for permanent garrison duty. I can tell you that. I'm certain they're being held in reserve for something big. But what could it be? That's what you've got to find out. In two months, a dreadful thing
0: happened. I found I was falling in love with Colonel Simcoe. I wasn't sure how he felt...
1: Until one night, it was St. Valentine's, he asked me to walk in the garden with him.
0: Do you know why I asked you to come to the garden with me? Well,
1: you, you said you wanted to tell me something. Yes, I did want to tell you something. But I also wanted to give you this.
0: A Valentine,
1: sir? Read it.
0: Dearest maid, where all are fair, beauty's pride and nature's care, to you in my heart I must resign me for
1: your valentine. I would have preferred just to write, I love you.
0: Oh, Paul, is very nice. I do love you. I'm most honored.
1: Is there anything you can say to me now, love? I can perhaps. A word that might let me know your feelings.
0: Why? Well, I, 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 I can't.
1: Why, Sally?
0: Because I... Oh, well, not now. Please,
3: wait.
1: Wait? That word symbolizes my whole life these days. I must wait. Always wait. I'm sorry. I didn't well, mean... that wasn't directed towards you, my dear. But I'm a soldier. I have fighting troops under my command. And here we sit. And we must continue sitting until one man, one man gives the signal.
0: The... the signal?
1: The Queen's Rangers are not garrison troops, Sally. And I would promise the attack that may end this war. But When? When? <coughs>
0: What are you doing home?
2: We've got to speak quickly. I must be back in New York tonight. Have you found out anything?
0: No. But surely something must have been said. Robert, yeah, but listen to me. You've got to understand. I shouldn't be doing this. I mean, what I'm doing here is...
2: Distasteful? I don't like it either, sir.
0: I want to help. Really, I do. If I, if I thought I was doing something important, it would be easier. But th- this tattle-telling... day you
2: may have information we need. Information that could win or lose a battle for us. Do you understand that? Yes. Good. Right now the situation is very bad for our side. But the British haven't followed up their most recent attacks. They seem to be waiting for something. Colonel Simcoe is waiting for something. We believe he is the key. I think you'll know, Sally, when what he's waiting for
1: arrives.
2: Do you
0: understand, Sally? Will you? Robert. Would you see who's at the door? Yes, Mother.
2: Good afternoon. Is this the Townsend residence? Yes, it is, sir. And Colonel Simcoe's lodgings? Is that Major Andre? Major Andre? John, you've come. You've finally
1: come. Uh, oh, Sally, may I present Major John Andre, Miss Sally Townsend? Oh, How you do you well, Sally, please forgive me. I must talk to the Major. It's, it's most important.
0: Yes, yes, of course. Come along, John. What's the news? The word man. When do we move? Sally, who was it? What, Mother? Sally, what's the matter? Was it a visitor for the Colonel? It sounded very exciting. Yes, dear. He's been waiting a long time for the message this visitor brings, and it's come at last.
1: Right on Cavalcade of America, Joan Caulfield is starring as Sally Townsend in Patriot with the Chestnut Curl. (laughs) Sally Townsend, heart and soul with the rebel cause, sets herself the task of spying on the two British officers, billeted in the Townsend home. And finds to her dismay that, that she's falling in love with one of them, Colonel John Simcoe. Right now, the Townsend family is alone, at breakfast. We thank thee, Lord, for what we are about to receive. Amen. Oh, now, pass the polish to your father, Phoebe. Yes, Mother. Father? Yes, yeah,
0: thank you. Polly, guess what? What, Audrey? I'm going to have a surprise tea party for Major Andre tomorrow. Mother said it was all right. Can I come? Will you make seed cakes, Sally? Oh, I'm so tired of your Tea parties, Audrey. Is that all you can ever think about? Parties for British officers. Well, since when did you start objecting to the company of a British officer? Oh, you don't know. Oh, all right, Audrey. I'll make the cakes for your tea party. Oh, please don't go out of your way. Go, go. But father, I don't see what's so different about my enjoying the company of Major Andre than Sally's enjoying. I said I'd make them. Sally, sweet, I'm Sim, call Sally. Aunt Sim's mother make her Well, Yes. That old Valentine he gave us worn out the way she carries it around in her pocket.
1: stop it. Phoebe, you're not to tease your sister.
0: Oh, it's perfectly all right, Father. She can mention Colonel Simcoe. Oh, he wants to. Phoebe, look what you're doing. <laughs> Sally,
1: you come with me, dear. There's something I want to say to you. Go with your father, dear.
0: Now, Phoebe, aren't you afraid of yourself? Oh, I'm sorry. Come
1: in here. He's just delight, Sally
0: Yes, Father
1: I must ask you a question Are you in love with Colonel Simcoe? I I don't know I have been told that the British have many ways of winning American patriots
0: Have they won you, Father?
1: You weren't speaking of myself
0: Ever since the night you came back after the arrest I felt so alone in this house I I can't say any more But everything is just dreadful now. Sally,
1: I think it's very important at this time that you know you are not alone in this. What? You never have been. Robert thought it best I, uh, play Tory. Play Tory? Even with you. But the others must never know. You
0: know that Robert is a spy?
1: Sally, never use that word. But you said... I said the British have been exceedingly successful at winning the support of some patriots, and that's all I say.
3: Oh, yes, Father.
1: I have even been told that someone at West Point, under the command of General Benedict Arnold, is negotiating with the British
0: at West Point.
1: That is my understanding. Oh, no. Now, if West Point fell into British hands, it would separate the American forces. That would be a fatal blow for our troops.
0: I remember now, Robert. What makes it British...
1: even worse is that the unknown West Point officer is negotiating with a British officer stationed here in Oyster Bay.
0: Right here in us. O- the Queen's Ranger.
1: Yes. And we've got to find out two things. Who is the British officer and what man he is contacting at West Point. I see you've stopped crying, my child.
3: Yes, Father.
0: I've stopped crying. A spy in Easter Bay.
3: Was
0: stopping. I couldn't get Father's words out of my mind. But what could I do about it? Later that day, I was still trying to figure things out. And as I saw, I worked. I baked three cakes for the party. I finished one back and was just about to take the cakes into the dining room when I heard it. there's a door leading from the hall into the dining room. It was so open slowly. Tony to so the door and looked in. <gasps> a man. A man I'd never seen before. Dressed in rags. He we was stooping in front of the corner cupboard. Suddenly he turned, and as I dodged back out of sight, he must have recrossed the room because then I heard the door again.
3: I waited a few
0: moments. I hurried to the cupboard. And there on the first shelf was a letter. It was addressed to... Mr. John Anderson. I don't know any Mr. John Anderson. Still, I replaced the letter, closed the cupboard, and started for the kitchen. Where are you going, Sally? <gasps> oh, Mr. Andre. He startled
3: me.
1: Yes, I see, I did. I, uh, I thought perhaps you would join us on the lawn. Unless, of course, you have something better to do. Oh,
0: no. No. I mean... I'd love to join you, but, but there's something I, I must do. I... Uh, oh, my cake! I rushed back into the kitchen, afraid I'd say more. Perhaps i did too much as it was.
3: Then
0: suddenly I knew that letter was meant for a spy, and that spy was someone... As it was. Then suddenly I knew that letter was meant for a spy, and that spy was someone in this house. I had to get it somehow and give it to Father. Once again I went into the dining room, I ran to the cupboard. <laughs> the letter was gone. There was only one person who could have taken it. Major Andre. The stairs to my father's office. And that's when I heard the voices. They were coming from John Simcoe's room. I hesitated, then crept closer. I
3: had to know.
1: It could be a simple operation, actually. with poison should fall against stone. And according to the letter, the time to start is now. Good. It's settled then.
0: letter was connected with West Point. I didn't know which way to turn My father was nowhere around. And then suddenly I remembered. I wrote a note for Robert, telling him all about the letter to Anderson and repeating everything I had overheard about West Point. Now I had to get it to Daniel Young. I slipped out of the house to the barn and saddled my horse. Sally. Robert Tony.
1: Sally, you know these gentlemen, don't you? Major Joseph Green and Captain James Fisher of the British Army.
0: Oh, oh, why, yes, of course. How do you do? How do you do?
1: Now, uh, what can I do for you, Sally? Uh, You mentioned Robert.
0: Oh, oh, yes. You see, I I know it sounds silly, but we were having a surprise tea party for Major Andre tomorrow, and I, I haven't any tea. So I... I thought if you'd be good enough to deliver this note to Robert in New York, he'd send him some.
1: But, uh, surely you could borrow tea here in Oyster Bay.
0: Oh, I I could, Major Green, but... Well, you see, uh, I want Robert to send a a special kind, a bohemian. It's John Simcoe's favorite.
1: Oh. Well, I should say that, uh, Colonel Simcoe is in... Very really lucky man,
3: Ross.
0: <laughs> when I finally got out of that house and was so relieved, suddenly I stopped. In my concentration on sending the note to Robert, I had just naturally assumed that John Anderson was Major Andre. But but what if it was John Simcoe? I don't remember the rest of my ride home. And it wasn't until I walked into the room I shared with Audrey that I learned the news. Sally, where have you been? Did you hear? There's no surprise party tomorrow, isn't it? A shame. He's been called away on an urgent mission. Oh, Major Andre. Oh. And Colonel Simcoe? He went too. I learned what had happened. My brother Robert came home.
1: It was your note to me that did it, Sally. Benedict Arnold had given out word that if any man by the name of John Anderson approached West Point, he was to be sent to Arnold immediately. Only because of your message did we know that John Anderson was a British agent in disguise. Benedict Arnold escaped, but we captured Anderson. Oh, Robert. Was it... No, Sally. It wasn't Colonel Simcoe. It was Major Andre.
3: Robert.
1: Colonel Simcoe is not directly involved, but Major Andre... Yes. He
3: was
1: hanged as a spy. Had I been a soldier in the field and killed him
0: with my musket. I might have been able to justify myself. I prayed to God that I would never have to face Major Andre's best friend again. Then one day, three weeks later, John Simcoe returned to us Bay.
1: My regiment's been ordered into the field, and I may not be back for months. But, Sally, you're, you're crying.
0: Hearing, me, hearing your voice again makes me think back.
1: Andre. Yes. I don't know if you can understand, Sally. When two soldiers are good friends, they're always aware that death may take one or both in the course of war.
0: But the way it happened.
1: He was a soldier, fighting a war. Whoever was responsible for his death was fighting a war too. Can I don't say anything now, Sally. When England has won the war, I'll come back. Wait
0: for me, Sally. (laughs) When England has won the war, he rode away, and my heart was heavy. For I knew I would never see him ever again.
1: Thanks to Joan Caulfield and the Cavalcade players for tonight's story. Patriots with the Chestnut
3: Curls.
1: (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this week the American Legion is holding its convention in New York City and I'd like to present Mrs. E.A. Campbell, National President of the American Legion Auxiliary. Mrs. Campbell.
3: It is
0: indeed a great pleasure to be here tonight and present, in behalf of the American Legion Auxiliary, an award to Cavalcade of America. The award based upon the results of an all-member poll of the Auxiliary and representing the listing preferences of more than a million women and their families is in cognizance of the program's highest inspirational, educational, and entertainment quality. In winning this award for the third successive year, Cavalcade has achieved an honor accorded to no other program. I therefore take great pleasure in presenting this award.
1: Thank you, Mrs. Campbell. The DuPont Company deeply appreciates your selecting Cavalcade of America to receive this award. We're most grateful for your recognition of our program, and we will continue as always to dramatize the freedoms and the ideals of our American way of life. The upon Cavalcade was written by Robert Soderbergh and Edith Summer and based on material from Sally Townsend, Patriot by Dolphie H. McGee, published by Dodd Mead Company, Incorporated. Original music was composed by Arden Cornwell, conducted by Donald Boyd. The program was directed by John Soller. With our star, Joan Caulfield, our Cavalcade players were Neva Patterson, Vera Allen, Sandra Spicer, George Petrie, Tom Collins, Cameron Trudum, Richard Newton, Carl Weber, Mercer McLeod, and Lester Fletcher. And this is Cy Harris reminding you to be with us next week when the DuPont Cavalcade will present The Melody Man, the story of a 20th century Pied Piper, starring Robert Cummings. The DuPont Cavalcade of America came to you tonight from the Velasco Theater in New York City and is sponsored by the DuPont Company of Wilmington, Delaware, makers of better things for better living through chemistry.